Welcome to the President and CEO Focus on the Middle Market podcast series, where President and CEO founder Paul Stuckel discusses middle market issues with business leaders from across the nation. Today, in part two of a three-part series, Paul speaks with Roger Nanny, new managing partner for Deloitte Growth Enterprise Services, about its most recent Mid-Market Perspectives report. Now, and in, 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 I guess also in terms of overall employment, I mean, there seems to be a decent chunk. I think, well, I think it was 43% of, of respondents uh, are, are planning to increase their employment. And, and that's, again, sort of consistent with a lot of the other, other uh, data points out there. But the, the, the aggregate growth seems to still be pretty low. I mean, for, for this stage of a recovery and with such, such focus now on growth uh, as reflected in the rest of the report, you know, the aggregate, I think, is, is I don't know how to quite calculate it, but it's, it's certainly less than 5% in terms of, of, the, of the overall. In, in other surveys, I've seen an aggregate growth of 2%, which is not real robust mm-hmm. when you get right down to it. I mean, is that, do you think that's sort of a new normal? Because, I mean, if, if we're truly growing into a, a growth curve, I would expect that number to be higher. Do you think that that is just sort of the new normal now? It's a very interesting point. In fact, um, you know, there's a point that's made in our survey that we get from the National Bureau of Economics that really helps sort of make your point. If you go back to the start of the recovery in June of 2009, we're now positioned to exceed the average of the period of the recovery since uh, World War II. So it's been a long recovery, but the the other side of that is the average growth during that period is 1.8%, which is half of what the past three recoveries have been. So, you know, my takeaway from that is, and again, I think it lends itself to the survey results as well, is that this is very much a, from the standpoint of, I think the survey respondents, a measured steps kind of an approach with the added confidence, maybe gives you a little more bounce in your step, but it's still a measured steps approach. And what's clear in the survey is that the majority of respondents, they recognize that we have had this sort of slow growth recovery, but their expectations are that things are going to heat up a bit. I think the the majority would say that they see growth in the future being you know anywhere from two to five percent. So there is this level of optimism that we are, you know, we're putting the pieces in place to, you know, help to fuel a faster growth rate as we move forward. And I think that's encouraging, and I certainly hope that it occurs. The interest rate quandary, <laughs> I guess is the way I put it, is is of interest to me in, in, in two ways. I mean, the Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, expansion uh, requires capital and Interest rates are about as low as they've ever been, and this also relates to the M&A market. Obviously, the Fed has made it fairly clear, as clear as the Fed ever makes anything, <laughs> that interest rates are going to rise at some point here. We don't know exactly when, but but certainly in the next 12 months, there, there's an expectation that interest rates are going to start to rise. And if economic growth really sort of kicks in, that's not, that's a, an absolute given. We just don't know how high. How do you see that affecting the climate for for uh, for expansion in terms of uh, access to capital and costs thereof? And then also, I guess, on the M&A side, because there does seem to be some, some strong interest in M&A in, in, based on the survey. 
Do you think that's going to really spur it in, in, in the shorter term in order to lock in those low interest rates, or do you think that's not going to have that much of an effect? Sorry, that's a long question. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot there. <laughs> it, it is, and I, I think it's interesting to me, again, going back to sort of the initial takeaway for me in the survey, you've got this increasing level of confidence, which then is resulting in actions around investments. And so I think the investments then take you to a point of needing to think about capital access and what's the best approach. And given the announcement from the Fed that you describe and the continued improvement in the economy and the projections for improvement, I think there's this view that at some point you are going to see interest rates go up. So that gives you then some incentive to take advantage of of borrowing costs, the effectiveness of your borrowing costs currently. Now, but that's just one part of the decision model. As we mentioned earlier, you've you've got a strengthening set of balance sheets in this market, and that gives these companies the opportunity to think about the M&A side and taking advantage of both the cash they have with some combination of borrowing capability to to look at diversifying their customer base through acquisition, which was we did see increases in the survey responses in that area with there being a higher degree of interest in in acquisitions for the purpose, again, of diversifying the the top line. So I I do think that that definitely is providing more incentive for businesses to take advantage of financing, but it's a decision that results not only in dealing with the M&A side, but there is also a comment in our report that talks about the age of of capital equipment. I think it's at 7.4 years now, and that's the highest it's been in 20 years. So there's there's also some incentive to make investments around improving what's an aging, you know, capital equipment set, as well as the emphasis on technology and companies looking at, you know, taking advantage of the cloud, for example. That's going to be, I think, a big opportunity for the mid market going forward. They're not. They have the opportunity to take advantage of more a more current technology platform without the costs of infrastructure and people to run it. So all of those investment needs then, you know, make you look at everything from what do I have in my war chest to what's my opportunity to take advantage of the debt markets to, you know, is it time to look at things like the uh, public offering area. Come back tomorrow for part three of our discussion. Thanks for listening.